Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, and welcome to another edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I am a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. And here we are in season two of the How Now podcast. This is our second episode. I am so excited that you have chosen to join us. Remember to go to my website, www.hownowpodcast.com, and there you will be able to click on the banner for this week's show. You'll also be able to go directly to my How Now YouTube channel, so that, that way you can watch the current and previous shows, and also be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. We are happy to have you so you'll know when the shows are airing. You'll also go to the website and be able to see the platforms on which you can hear our podcast, and we're happy to have you tune in, like, and share there as well. So again, we're here this uh, this day, this beautiful Sunday. <laughs> and this year too. <laughs> yeah, and this new year to talk about something that's very important. And as you can see behind my guest, we're going to be talking about why you are sick, fat, and tired and find out how. And before we dive into this conversation, as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have my guest to introduce herself at this time. Thank you so much. I am Dr. Pat Boulogne. It's kind of like Boulogne, Cologne with a B. Um, and I am a certified functional medicine doctor. I have certification in functional medicine, lifestyle medicine, and I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Um, I'm acupuncture physician. I have a whole slew of education that could go out on a business card, like an accordion. But what I do is I am a strategist. I do lifestyle strategies and I help people put the pieces of the puzzle together so they're not wasting their time, their energy, or their money to move forward. I mentor, I coach. I'm an author of this book, best-selling book, uh, Why Are You Sick, Fat, and Tired? And I help busy professionals, business leaders, executives, people who are influencers, and I think those also include mom and dads, be stronger, make better decisions, find better balance in their lives and get more out of their day with superior wellness initiatives and thrive so they can spend and still have energy at the end of the day for themselves and for those that matter. Yes. Well, I am so excited and delighted that you have joined us today and, uh, and to have to talk about this conversation because this is timely. You know, uh, especially, you know, the beginning of the new year, everyone is looking to, you know, be on a wellness journey. Everybody's looking to sign up, you know, to go to, you know, all of the, uh, you know, health, uh, you know, going to, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? The gym. <laughs> the gym. That's the word. <laughs> and they're signing up for gym memberships. They're trying to figure out what they want to do as far as their wellness journey. And a lot of us, have gotten to that point because we've felt, you know, sick, fat, and tired, just like your, you know, just like your, um, the title of your book says, and we kind of want to delve into that and, and to, you know, try to talk about how you came up with that premise behind your book, sick, fat, and tired. So let's talk a little bit about that. Well, I first want to say is that it's so important when you're choosing New Year's resolutions, you have to know where to start your health journey. Because what happens if you don't, then you pick the wrong place. And then in June, you're repeating the whole process again, or you end up with having a crisis, which totally takes you out of your mindset of being able to get well and healthy. And you keep on having this, like, I start, I stop, I start, I stop. So people have a tendency to lose weight. In order for them to do it, I talk about five pillars of health in this book. And I talk about five pillars of health all the time. So those five pillars will get you to your goal that you want to go to. But you first, and the most important one for me, and I work when I work with clients, when I'm mentoring and coaching, because I do that in one package. A lot of people do one or they do the other, but I do them both because I feel that I can help, I can lead by example. 
right. you know, and I can give you some really solid insight of do this, don't do that. So if you've got the components of, you know, diet and nutrition and exercise and sleep and proper mental attitude and positive mindset, and also the proper, um, you know, posture and properly functioning nervous system, then you can take that fourth pillar with the fifth pillar and you can make your whole year count 150% better than you've ever done it before. And so knowing where to focus, knowing where to start is super, super important. And so in defining that, you know, and then finding those glitches, like, why do I keep on doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results, which is the definition of insanity per <laughs> Albert Einstein. That's right. And so, but so many people do it. I've done it myself. You know, I'm thinking like, okay, yo, Dr. Pat, you know, yeah. let's put a stop on that, you know? And so when I came up with the title of the book, I wrote this book and I had this totally different title that was, you know, it, I didn't, I didn't like the cover that the publisher <laughs> put out. I had this big fight with them and I said, no, no, no. And I was talking to my sister in Las Vegas um, and she said, well, why don't you just call it what it is? And so she just got the sick, fat and tired part. And then I had a, a mentor coach at the time who said, but why? Because you always say, why? You've got it. If you understand why and you can go to the root of the problem, then you know where to spend your time, your energy and your money. So that what's what we do together is we find that out, right. you know, and then we can funnel in, hone in and score, you know, and you can get better results quicker, faster and better. And it gets you on stuck so you can move forward. So right. the title of the book kind of came about like that. But an interesting sideline story on that is the business group I was in, a woman said to me, and they're supposed to be supporting you. So like when you go to do your book launch, they buy a book, you know, they review a good review. She said, I don't want to buy your book. I'm not sick. I'm not fat. I'm not tired. And I said, well, I said, I'll give you that you are full of energy and you probably are never tired. You know, that's a word that's probably isn't even in your vocabulary, right. you know? And I said, but I said, you don't know it really, if you're fat, cause you can be skinny and have a lot of visceral right. fat. You would only know that if you did a body composition. Right. right. And then, you know, it's just like, and you know, or also I go, you can know by the size of your clothes. And if you're buying bigger clothes, or if you're wearing stretchy clothes, one of my mentors in um, medicine and business always said, never wear stretchy clothes because you only, you'll like a goldfish, you'll go, you'll grow into whatever the bowl is, right. you know? So buy a pair of jeans that are one size smaller than what you That's, would normally wear. Wow. And, you know, and then you can get those at like, you know, places that you can buy inexpensive clothes at because you don't want to dump a lot of money into a $150 pair of jeans when you're going to grow out of them in two months. So, you know, or grow like, or grow, you'll be growing into them and then growing into the next size down. So it's just putting those pieces of the puzzle together for that. So the big part of the the title of why you're sick, fat and tired, you know, is the sick part because people don't get sick overnight. It takes a while to accumulate that when people are pre-diabetic, they didn't suddenly wake up and they're pre-diabetic. People are pre-diabetic, don't even know they're pre-diabetic. And, you know, the people sometimes who are diabetic don't know they're a diabetic until they start having bigger signs and symptoms, which I call Grim Reaper syndrome. That's right. And then you keep on the night, you look in the mirror and going, I'm not that bad. You know, I'm not, you know, and, or I'm not this, or I'm not that. And you're putting your clothes on and you're thinking, why is it when I'm sitting down, my waistline like hangs over my flap. Right. You know? And it's just like, you know, I gained 10 pounds oh, during COVID and I am struggling to get that off. So I'm really right. looking for a mentoring partner, you know, to like be able to do that with. So the title comes about that. And also the most important thing is, is finding the root cause. Like, why is this like this anyway? Because it really doesn't matter what your diagnosis that you have been given. What matters is like, what is it in my environment, you know, that's causing this problem in the first place? People only get sick by three ways. You know, do you want to know what they are? Yes, I do. Okay. Get your pens and paper out, everybody. (laughs) You know, the first one is trauma. And trauma starts to happen at birth because when you're born and you come out of the canal and like out of the chute, some people call it, mm-hmm. is that nine out of 10 children born have some level of cervical damage. Mm-hmm. Well, just think about being one day old and starting to have an inflammatory process in your joints that haven't even formed yet. 
Mm-hmm. And then, and if it doesn't get taken care of, that process goes on and on and on and on, you know, and then you're 20 years old and you're going like, why do I have a headache all the time? Why do I have PMS so bad? Why do I have, you know, like indigestion? Why do my shoulders bother me? And, you know, and you start looking at like, you know, and, and you have to include all the falls and tra- other traumas that happen when oh, you're growing up, when you're trying to learn how to ride a bike, you know, and, and then those, when those things happen happen, they keep on adding, you know, adds a layer to it. So you've got to get rid of that inflammation. So the first reason is that inflammatory process that sits up. And so then what you have is you also have, you know, the second is toxins. Sorry about that radio. (laughs) My uh, telephone's going off. I didn't forgot to put it on silent. Um, But at any rate, the second part is toxins and toxins range from the air that you breathe, the water you eat, the food you eat, you know, water, food, um, air, and the cleaning fluids that you use in your house and like even dryer sheets, you know, and also gardening chemicals. Those things don't go away and they're easily absorbed in the one cell layer in the intestinal tract. So if that happens and it goes into the intestinal tract and it gets absorbed into the blood, it's got to go over to the liver and the liver's got to get rid of it. And what the liver does with toxins, it tries to bind them. So they put them back into your intestinal tract. When Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen, they get absorbed again. They go back to the liver and they get processed again. So all these toxins that you have in your environment, you know, you can't, they keep on recycling. When the liver gets overwhelmed, it will start to store them in blood, brain, bone, and fat. And so when you have, you know, that's sometimes like when you're losing weight, people, sometimes they go like, oh, I had a week that I was not feeling very well, you know, and it's because those, those fat cells are baby endocrine cells and they spit out all the toxins as you're burning them off. So it's important to have the ability to be able to, you know, when you're losing weight, and having other health crises for that liver to really be up and working and doing its job correctly. So people ask me all the time about doing a liver detox. I went, don't, you never want to purge the liver. You want to tonify it. You don't want to make it more deficient. And that's why people sometimes when they do detoxifications, they feel pukey sick. And they just don't have the right detoxification program with them. And you also should really do that, especially if you have any health conditions, you want to be able to monitor that with somebody who has a clue. Um, And that's really important. So all those toxins are accumulating there, you know, and so you can fix the first one pretty easy. You can see a chiropractor, you can get better alignment. You know, you can do exercises that support that. You can sleep better because that's where you repair, you revitalize, you restore, your brain detoxifies, you know, and you you can get up hitting the ground running, right. you know, because you can't exercise if you can't, don't have enough sleep, you're more right. accident prone and things like that. And so when you have those things going on, you know, it's really, it's so important to realize that, oh, I can fix that. I can eat better. I can move better, you right. know, and I can think better you know, for like the part for sleeping and that type of thing. But, you know, if I don't get a command on my thoughts, whatever you do to repair the first two, the, the trauma and the toxins can be undone up to seven to 10 times because of your thoughts and you don't have, you're not mastering your thoughts. You're not having command of them. So it's like putting the cart before the horse. Right. You know, I use this as an analogy, putting the cart before the horse. So the cart, you know, people always want to get the cart before the horse and they expect the, you know, the horse to push the cart. Horses don't do that. They pull. And so when you get the horse in front of the cart, you sort out some of these things. What happens next is people have to actually get in the cart and they have have to, you know, and the, and the cart's just not going to pull itself. You've got to take the reins and you have to take, right. be accountable and you have to take control of your life and what your decisions are. So my big mission in life is not, you know, some, I was like, you know, if you work with me, great. If not, that's okay too. But my big mission in life is to give you better information so that you can make better decisions about your health and wellness. And nobody can bully you on the Western medicine side or a doctor because you only have 15 minutes to have a conversation with them. Right. So that's why I say about my book, it's a workbook. It's a guidebook. You wouldn't go to a foreign country you've never been to without a guidebook, right. you know, and, you know, and you want to have something so that it pieces together. And it's also an advocating tool. So you can talk, you can command the conversation right. because they usually say, what's the matter? Okay, let's do all the blood work, you know, and the blood work is going to give them clues, but you can say like, you know, Hey, you know, I have 11 organ systems that run like a Swiss watch and this is where it looks like I'm sluggish, right? you know? And so how do we, how do we fix that? 
what do we do? You know, and it's just like, and you got to have somebody that has the answers to be able to foster what your next best steps are so you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so much information out there about health and wellness that, you know, programs that I run, when people, you know, sign up with me, my minimum program is three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people sign up for those three months program, they always say, you know, I should have signed up for the year. You know, because I do give a discount for, you know, a longer period of time, you know, and I want to see people really be well, you know, nothing gives me more happiness than to see somebody like, hey, girl, this is where you're at. This is where you're at now. Just like, look at you got to celebrate your small wins because those small wins accumulate into a big one. Yes. I mean, what what I love, like I said, I love the three ways that you were talking about the Mm -hmm. trauma, the toxins and, and the mindset, because I believe that that's true in all aspects, like you said, of wellness, you know, uh-huh. we move from a space of, of fear first of not knowing what's happening or, or what's going on with us or why we're feeling the way that we're feeling. Then we get that education. And like you said, that's a huge piece because like you said, it's where you're getting that information from. You want it to be a reliable source. You want it to be from someone who knows what they're talking about. So that way you can make those educated decisions that you're talking about. Well, and, and, they, and they give you options. So it's just like, you know, like, hey, you could, there's a couple of ways that you could approach this. You know, a lot of times in medicine, they go, this is what you got to do. Well, right. sometimes that's important. Like, okay, so if you see something odd, like on a, a thermogram for the breast, you would say you, you have to go have a mammogram. You know, but before that point in time, if you don't have a history of that, then you wanted to follow that by looking at what thermograms are. And as soon as you see the pattern change is when you take better, you take more in-depth action, but you want to be able to like, okay, so, you know, I want to lose weight. What's my best word for losing weight? Some people go, oh, I want to do keto or I want to do the zone or I want to do the South beach diet or Atkins diet. There's nothing wrong with any of those diets. The thing is whether or not you can commit to your health and your well being, and stick to it. So that's where that mindset and that positive mental attitude and that proper mindset really, really tie into not only your health, it could tie into your business. You can take these principles that I teach and like take them to your business. You know, it's just like, so where am I faltering? What is it? And you know, that's going on in my environment because we're not diagnosing what in my environment that I'm reacting to. Is it something that happened to me in my childhood? You know, is it my mother again? you know, or my father or my uncle or whoever, or my friend, you know, is what is it? And you find out what that is and you quell that so that you can say, okay, that's a memory. Now I'm not reactive to it and I can move forward, you know, and then get the support that you need from the people who are like your rah-rah cheerleader people going like, you know, Hey, you know, Kim, you know, like you're looking good. What are you doing? You know, and you go, it's a secret, (laughs) you know, but it it really is. It's like this, you can do this too, but you have to have that really, you know, um, in your heart that, you know, that, you know, that, you know, this is the path I got to go down. If not, I'm going to end up sick and I'm going to die a lot sooner. That's it. That's it. So like you said, it's, it's all about, it's, it's all about, like I said, educating ourselves. Like we always Mm -hmm. say knowledge is power and, and we want to be in a space where, where we're, we're learning so that we can grow, so that we can reach back and like you said, help others and to be able to empower others. And, and that's what you're doing through your, your book as well. Now, one thing mm-hmm. I want to go back to again, because I want to make sure, you know, for those who are taking notes, because like I said, you're giving a, a, a litany of information, which is powerful. And we want people to be able to do that. You were talking about those five pillars. So I just yes. want to repeat those again. Okay, so the first pillar of health. Well, first, let's define health. So health is defined by Merriam-Webster's dictionary as, you know, all your organs functioning at 100% of the time. So people, and here's the sad truth is that you don't know that. So the World Health Organization said that is not merely the absence of disease or infirmities. You know, in a nutshell, that's what they said. And it also included, you know, other aspects that health isn't the sole purpose, but the purpose is to be able to live your life and then not let life with you. They didn't say the last part. I'm just paraphrasing that, Mm -hmm. you know, so you have those things. So it's like, so knowing that just like, well, how do I make sense of that? Okay. So there's five pillars. And the first pillar is diet Mm -hmm. and nutrition. You can have any diet in the world. Doesn't mean it's nutritious. It has to be a diet that has is supported by solid nutrition, organic foods, 
things that do not have toxic chemicals in them, like, mm-hmm. you know, they were sprayed with Roundup and things like that, which mm-hmm. are known carcinogens. A lot of those chemicals on there are known carcinogens. The second um, pillar is exercise and proper exercise. Not everybody should do all types of exercises. Right. You know, it's just like, what is your body structure? What's the best exercise for you to do? And I always say, if you don't like to exercise, for instance, just go out and do the rule of one. You know, walk, you know, one walk, walk one mile, walk, you know, like, you know, walk up and down the steps. If it's a bad day, decide like how many steps do I have to do in order to create a mile, you know, and there's usually around 2000 steps, you know, if you have like a Fitbit type thing, you know, so, so you can go do that, you know, and pace yourself. You know, it's like you get tired, stop. You know, if you're walking and someone goes by and they smile at you and say, hey, you know, I, I have, you know, and I do this. I, I, I from the Midwest, we talk to everybody. Um, but I tell people when someone smiles at me, I go, hey, what's your name? You know, right. and, you know, and I introduce myself. I never tell them what I do, but I introduce myself and say, like, you know, how far are you walking today? And I said, oh, I'll walk with you a little bit. I'm going the same way. And people right. are so, you know, like, when you approach things like that, you have people who are like, hey, do you want to do this again? Because having an accountability buddy will make you be a lot more successful. And someone who's not going to let you off the hook, like, okay, let's go out and have french fries and a beer, you know, <laughs> instead of walking today. We don't want that. That's not your, right. that, that person doesn't have your best interest at heart. Um, you know, and so, you know, then you have that aspect of it. You have sleep. You have to have proper sleep. You have to have the four stages of sleep, five stages, actually, in order to have a good night's sleep. The first two are very light. You're falling asleep. You know, that feeling like when just before you go to sleep, sometimes you kind of go like, you feel like almost like you're floating and you're in deep sleep. So when you get to deep sleep is where all the magic happens. That's where you like your body restores, revitalizes yourself for the future. You know, it's where you're detox is where it's, it's a good thing to have, you know, mm-hmm. and then the fourth thing is positive mental attitude and positive mindset. You've got to know what the three brains do. The three, three brains, there's one that's called the lizard brain. There's a brain that's called the mammalian brain, and there's a brain that's called the conscious brain. So the lizard brain, just to explain them quickly, is the guy who says to you, like, you're not worthy enough. You know, you know, those pants, you better not get rid of them because if you do, you're just going to end up back in them anyway. You know, it's just like, you want that guy to shut up and get off your shoulder and get out of your life. You only want him to show up is when someone's going to cut you off in the traffic, you know, the saber tooth tiger is in front of you. It's the fight or flight kind of like thing, but he talks. He talks. He's the one that remembers everything your parents told you that you couldn't do, you know, and you believe. And so, you know, I always say that when, um, because because some people were talking about the lizard brain. Um, And then you have the mammalian brain, which is automatic, just like the lizard brain, you know, um, and it's based upon your memories of that have happened. So if you have like, you know, I have girlfriends, I have male friends too. They're always going like, I never meet the right kind of girl. Well, whoever girl that you like tied into that emotion is the woman that you're more attracted to. And you got to figure out how to get past that. You know, it's the thing of like, you know, the, the good, you know, the, the good feeling or the bad feeling about something. It's like what they do in movies. If you ever watch the movie, which is one of my favorite movies, and I highly recommend it, especially for a chick night is to watch, you know, love actually it starts okay. out, okay. you know, that movie, it yeah. starts out with Hugh Grant saying things like love, love is in the air basically. And it's all around and it doesn't, and it doesn't, you know, there's, there's nobody doing bad things at, you know, let's not give anybody suggestions at those checkpoints mm-hmm. at airports, you know, everyone's happy. They're waiting to see their person come in who they're picking up That's or they right. wouldn't be picking them up. That's so right. it sets a tone. So you tie that cool emotion with the mammalian brain and that carries over into everything that you do. You watch that movie, at least even the beginning of it, you're going to have a better day, you know, at the thing. And so you know, that, that part of it is really, really important. And then you have the conscious brain, which is where you do your affirmations. And so the affirmation is what you say in the beginning, because the lizard brain is still sleeping when you first get up. And that's where you say, I am healthy. I am active. I am vital. I am a successful human being. God gives me the air that I breathe, the water I drink to repair and vitalize me for the future. Radiant energy flows through me every day, every moment in every way. I mean, I say that so many times and, you know, it's just like when you get used to saying it, you say it and you hit the ground running with a positive thought 
and you end your day with a positive thought. Because if you start, if you watch too much TV, and if you're watching TV for the news, it's just like, turn it off. You want to start your day with a positive and end with a positive, because then you'll have more positive things happen to you. Because when you end your day with a negative and you start your day with a negative, you just, you are a magnet. You are like flypaper looking for flies for negativity and they all will come find you. It's so easy it to will. do that. Right. It does. <laughs> it isn't does. it? I mean, it's That's just, right. and, you know, I have girlfriends who I've left conversations, like have gone out to dinner with them and that they start, you know, doing whatever, blah, 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 about my boyfriend or whatever. And I'm going like, okay, you got two minutes or one right. minute, right. you know, and then we're done. We got to move on. Right. You know, you cannot listen to that and have it suck your precious energy right. because when it sucks your energy, it sucks your health. And that I go and having toxic people around you is a no, no. And so, and, and that's one of the things I bring in 2022 is that I'm really helping people identify who those right. people are and, right. so, and, and learn how to deal with them. You can freeze them because some people are your family and you just can't get rid of them. Right. And, you that's know, you right. can freeze them and you can freeze that energy. So you stay protected, you know, in a very specific way. So your energy is anchored, you know, and when you just, you just look at them and go, thanks for sharing it with me. Have a great day. That's you know, it. it's like, let's, let's move on. Um, let's keep moving forward. That's right. and, the, and the last pillar mm-hmm. is the proper posture, function, structures, function, and um, that's where you look at proper biomechanics, because if you don't have proper mechanics, then your organs can't function well. If you are leaning over all the time and you're at a desk, you better put a note on your post stick on your desk or set a timer. So you get up and stretch, stretch to the left, stretch to the right, stretch back, stretch up, breathe in 10 times and pull that energy, like breathe in goodness, breathe out badness you know and if you do that and you take just a break how long does that take you know it takes you maybe like a minute you know something like that and it's just it's just it's a good break it's a good mindset if you still can't get through it go outside and hug a tree and you know and just you know give yourself permission to go outside and breathe air you know so that you can get the nutrients from the air that you need and having a properly functioning nervous system, because if you don't have good posture, you can't have a good properly functioning nervous system. So structure is function. As if those, there's the misalignment and it's putting pressure on a nerve root, wherever that nerve root's going to whatever organ, cell or tissue, you know, it eventually, it's like, you know, having, you know, your light, you know, on, in your room that's run uh-huh. by a battery. It's bright, you know, and then you start noticing that maybe I should get a new battery. Right. And if you pay attention, you get the new battery, you know, and you plug it in and you get turned on, fired up and you move forward. That's right. So those are the five pillars of health with a little Beautiful. bit of an explanation. <laughs> Beautiful. No. And, and that's good. That's what we want. It, it's like you said, it's about that knowledge. It's about getting to a place of understanding so that we know our body and we know the signals and things to look for when when we're not, you know, functioning in good health. And that's the thing that I say, you know, I, I think about my own personal uh, wellness journey. And I just remember, uh, you know, being in a space of not feeling well or feeling a sense of wellness. I was just like, I just don't feel good when I get up and, and, and when, or when I'm moving. I don't feel as as good as I do. And I know that something is wrong and something signals in my brain that says I need to do something about how I'm feeling. You know, and, and, and when, you know, I look at the title of the book, that's what, that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of, you know, why, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling, you know, quote unquote, out of sorts? There's something, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. And, and I, I feel the need to do something about it, you know, and then you have some, some people who will wait until, you know, like you said, New Year's and they say, well, I'm going to wait and, you know, New Year's resolution, or I'm going to wait till Monday. I'm one of those people where if I don't feel well right now, I'm looking to do something right now. So I'm like, okay, what, what do I need to do? What are the steps that I need to take to start getting out of this place of not feeling well or feeling out of sorts to get back to feeling quote unquote normal or feeling better about, you know, how my body is functioning, especially as I age. So I guess mm-hmm. that, that, that's something, you know, how, how do we, or, or why is it that do you think that we, get to this space of feeling like we don't feel well, but we feel like we want to wait. We want we stay in the state of pain or we stay in this, this space of, of tiredness and we, and we don't feel compelled to do something about it. 
Well, I think that happens because where you have a mindset that comes from someplace, like, you know, you're, um, you know, I, I can remember when I first told my mother I was going to go to Europe and she goes, you're going to spend all that money, you know? And I said to her, well, I said, I go, I could die next year. <laughs> you know, and I said, so I'm going now. And I said, so what happens to that money? You know, right. and so she just like it was she was beside herself because she grew up in the in, in depression and you just didn't, you know, that right. thought process. I was always challenging her, you know, and how she ever put up with me for all those years. I don't know, but, <laughs> but she did. But, you know, there's no time like the present. And if you want right. a little trick of the trade to get out of that, no time is better than the present. And you take action. It's just like, you know, sometimes like if you go get up in the morning and you're going, oh, I'm not going to make my bed. You know, do the one simple act make your bed, even if you just throw the covers up, because mm -hmm. that will give you a sense of completion. So like when you're going to go downstairs, you know, like if you have like two floors or you're going into the kitchen and you've mm -hmm. got four things that you got to carry with you, you mm -hmm. know, take them with you, right. you know, and just like, even if you put them down and it's like, okay, so, but keep on completing the task. I have to do this. I have to make 20 calls, you know, in, I have patients, you know, clients that I have to see, you know, and, and, and talk to, you right. know, it's just like, I want to make sure I give my clients enough time so that in case it, trust me, it always happens at the very end. Right. Someone decides they have a breakdown and about something, you right. know, they have a memory. You don't let somebody off the telephone and saying, work it out on your own. Right. You know, it's just like, okay, so let's get like, let's find out what's really going on and let's like put the kibosh to that so that you can have that today. But, you know, people are like, they're procrastinators. And the only way you're going to get out of procrastination is to make those small, small chores into successes for yourself right. you know like make the bread brush your teeth if you say i'm going to exercise and i'm going to do i do 140 setups i either do them in the morning or i do them at night it right. depends if i wash my hair in the morning or if i'm not washing my hair because <laughs> like if i'm washing my hair they happen at night but i i do them you know and i'm committed to doing them every day because i remember having a 27 inch waistline Wow. at one point in time, you know, and I'm thinking, I don't want to buy new clothes. I have all these beautiful clothes that I bought, right. you know, why am I like, you know, let's, you know, it's just like, if that's a goal, you got to figure out what your why is. You got to figure out what motivates you and what you lights you on fire. And if you can figure that out, I can help you stack things in the right way so that you can get that. Tell me what your right. dream day is, write it down, send it to me. And what you start in the morning, when I wake up, this is my dream day. Bang bang, bang, bang. And it's just like, and I'll tell you how to get there, right. you know? And it's just like, and it's just a combination of taking these, you know, like the questionnaire in here. And I have another questionnaire I usually give out because I want to know, I want to know how well you're doing in your environment. Right. You know, I want to know if you're detoxing well enough, because if you aren't, your gut's not either, you know, so you've got to look at like, what do I have to fix first? Where do I have to go that I'm, you know, that I can get the best bang for my buck and I can get better in 90 days as opposed to 60, you know, like, or excuse me, 90 days as opposed to like 160, 180, like six right. months, you know? So, you know, you have to like, know, you know, all like where all those pieces of the puzzle. So I'm a strategist. I organize that stuff, things that I don't handle. Like if I have somebody who I'm not getting the results that I want to see for them and they are not getting the results, then I'm always talking to their doctor. You know, it's just like we need, you know, because I go on the premise of you don't, you don't guess you test. Wow. So the first test that you do is like the the questionnaire that's in this book, because you've got to know what your baseline is. You've got to know Absolutely. what your basic and your, your foundational line is. You got to know what you're working with. And mm -hmm. because you can't just like get that, you know, cart, you know, and put it back in front of the horse, yeah, you're not going right. to get anywhere, right. you know, and then you're going to say like, it doesn't work for me. You know, and so, and you've got to stop being poor me. You've got to take responsibility for that poor me. Take responsibility for you know where you're at in your life, and then you can say like, you know what, that used to be me. It's wow. no longer me, you wow. know. And I get the support mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and socially that I need to move forward. And that's where you may have the biggest progress. That's where you have, you know, the mindset that you know anything's possible. If you can dream it, if you can think it, it's possible. You just have to figure out how to put the pieces of those puzzle together. So you create the foundation so you can hit the ground running. Absolutely. And I love that you say that because, you know, I like that you say it, it is about finding out that why first, knowing that initially, because 
in, in determining that why, like you were talking about, then you can know how to best, you know, ask the questions that you need to ask and also find the right person to be able to help you to get where you need to go because we don't always know all of the questions to ask either. So that's why it's good to have someone like yourself or to have someone like a coach, somebody who, who is familiar with this, who can help you to strategize, who can help you to, to figure out you know, what, what pieces I'm missing, what things I'm, I'm not certain of, but also that, that you're giving yourself the, the words. You know, sometimes we, we have issues with communicating and being mm-hmm. able to articulate what it is that we're feeling or what it is that that's going on with us. And sometimes we need those prompts. And so, you know, when, when finding out our why, we also need to be able to know when to ask for help. You know, if it's, well, if, if we're getting, you know, to that point where we know a little bit about why and not quite sure where to go from there. That, you know, if they always say that women always ask for directions, but the thing mm-hmm. about women is they don't always ask for help. And so, you know, and that's a very good point. And because a lot of people are, don't ask for help because mm-hmm. they don't want to look stupid. They don't want to ask the question, like, what if, what if, you know, what are they going to think? Who cares what they think? Okay. You know, I have so many women in my office, but I had my office back up on Cape Cod. I have so many women that I would say they're going to their OBGYN, you know, and they're going, what question should I ask them? You know, you only have like 15 minutes. That's so if right. you don't have your question, if you don't command right. the floor, you know, and stand up and say, well, you don't have to actually stand up, but come in the floor and just say, I've got these questions here. I wrote them out. I need you to answer them. There you go. You know, and so you don't mind if I record this conversation, do you? Right. You know, and then record it. Then you don't have to remember so that right. when you get out and you get back in the car with your husband or your girlfriend, it's like, well, what did they say? They go, I don't know. I right. can't tell you how many patients told me in 10 years when I was on Cape Cod, I don't know. And I just went, right. well, I go, what happened? I'm intimidated by him. Then go to a different doctor. That's right. If your doctor doesn't get you, he's the wrong doctor. That's you, right. You know, and it's just like, and you should be able to say whatever you want to say, you know, even if it's something like, I don't like, you know, it's just like when people, when I worked on people as a chiropractor and they said, I don't want my neck adjusted. I go, there's more than one way to adjust a neck. You don't have to yeah. go clack, clack with it. You can, right. there's other ways that you can do it and just say, but I wanted to know why right. they thought that first before right. we went. And then, you know, I would show them motion wise. Sometimes I go, it's this here. It's just a little teeny weeny, like needs to get, you know, go into place. And they go, all right, go ahead, do it. You know, right. and I had people drive two hours to my office just to get their neck adjusted. That's and it. I'm thinking I'm good. I always thought like, they go, no, Dr. Pat, you're like, I've been to a lot of chiropractors. You're the best chiropractor for circle adjustments I've been to in 25 years. And I was like, and it's just something that's God given to me. It's just like, I have that ability to read between lines, to have common sense. I wouldn't tell anybody to do something I wouldn't do myself. So if someone gives me business-wise or whatever, they tell me something I think, are you here listening to yourself talk? I mean, you really have to like ask that question. It's just like, you know, that's a question to ask you because we lack common sense. In this country and around yeah. the globally it's right now, but true. you know, we have people who like, you know, that they, they're, you know, I, I just posted something today about, you know, just because the scientist says it doesn't mean it's true because so many times we've had drugs that were released that were out that 10 years later, we right. found that it, it killed thousands of people. Right. Because they let it go through too quickly, you know, and it's just like, there's nothing you've, you've got to like, ask like, well, why is that? Why is that a benefit for me? You know, like right. if you're, you know, like even on, you know, and I always say this about, you know, the vaccine, I, you know, I don't mind a vaccine. Yeah. I think the theory of vaccination is perfect. But when someone's telling me that there's a booster that's four months out later, they're telling me that the first thing that they gave you didn't work, mm. you know, and it's just like, so it's just like, does that make sense to me? You know, it's like, it doesn't make me want to get in line to get the booster <laughs> you yeah. know, at all, right. you know, and because I'm thinking, wait a minute, you, you give me better evidence, you know, so, yeah. you know, it's like how you create evidence in a daily life as you create your, your dream day, and you go like, what is the first thing on that list that I can achieve? Right. And then you get that, because when you start to feel happier and healthier, more vibrant, your brain, remember the conscious brain and the mammalian, right. that ties in a brand new experience for the mammalian brain, mammalian brain's going, yeah, I want that. And right. it tells the lizard brain to shut up. 
That's right. That's <laughs> right? right. You know, and then and then you have that whole it's that that great energy that you have and you can keep it momentum. Sometimes we get dissuaded or we get distracted right. because when something happens, we go into old lizard brain mode. So right. when it happens, you just like, okay, I fell off the wagon. I ate something, you know, whatever to say, okay, I forgive myself. Let's move on. Right. Let's get back on track. Just keep on, let's keep on going. Know right. what the end prize is. Know where you're walking and who's walking with you. Cause you don't have right. someone who has your back. You know, sometimes you got to walk that walk alone, you know, right. but you don't always have to do that is at least get the foundation going and then be able to check in to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's it. I mean, and I love the, I mean, all of these things, like I said, are, are, are definitely paramount in helping us, you know, like I said, start and bark on and, and maintain a good, uh, you know, wellness journey, because we mm -hmm. have to, we have to get to, like I said, we have to get to that why, like you said, you have to have those supportive people, you have to have that knowledge, we have to be childlike in asking why, and just keep asking why, so that we know why we're doing the things that we do, because just like you said, sometimes we don't always, you know, have common sense, and so when, you know, I, I feel that, as a society and as individuals, we should be able to get to a point where we can articulate why we're doing the things that we're doing. Why do we choose to do this? Why are we acting on this? And not just because someone told us so, but because we understand the dynamics of why. And so I love that you bring that to light. Well, you know, one thing I always said in my practice when I saw people one-to-one -one all the time is that um, I would draw this out, this thing. Here's your brain. Here's your spinal cord. Goes to right. area, cell tissue and organ. Primary support for your body is the bone. Secondary support, ligaments hold bone to bone. And then you have a disc between that, you know, in your spine. And so your primary support is your bone, but your primary joints are your spinal cord in your ankles. It's not your knees. So when you have a knee problem, for instance, you yeah. don't necessarily, that's a secondary joint to me and my biomechanic, you know, out frame. And so are your arms, wow. you know, and that it's all connected. You know, wow. that too, you know, so, um, you know, and one of the biggest things that people can do to, you know, even in, because your body needs to stay flush, it needs to stay hydrated. You've mm -hmm. got to drink enough water. That's right. You know, and it's just, you've you got to stay hydrated and you got to drink good water. Don't drink water from the tap. It has neurotoxins in it. Neurotoxins cause cancer. You got to, and, and if I can implore anything, like when you're talking about diet, you've got to take a look at the ingredients. Mm -hmm. If you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't buy it. You should never shop in the middle of a grocery store unless right. you're buying things for cleaning you know, that are green and, you know, and, and looking for like specific foods. Like if you're looking for organic rice, that's not going to be on the outer side, but wow. eating like live fresh food and organic food is so essential because you have to nourish your body. If you don't nourish yourself, you can't nourish somebody else, that's you know, right. and you've got to the label. I can't, it's like, I always say make foods that only have five ingredients, you wow. know, and they have cookbooks for that, you know, so it's like, so you can actually, go out and do that. And then you're minimizing your chemical exposure, you know, and there's only in, in one way, cause we all have heavy metal um, toxicity. We all have some level of heavy metals in our body and wow. heavy metals go deep. They don't like hang out in the blood supply. They go deep. They wow. go to bone. I mean, look at when they had mercury poisoning for kids, you know, where did they find it? They found it in the, the bone in the lower part of the leg. And you could see these white lines where it deposited, you know, and, you know, to get mercury out of your system, you have to take major high doses of vitamin C. Mm -hmm. So we just have to be more mindful of what our environment is, what we're eating, what we're thinking, you know, in that the 3T part of it, you know, the trauma, uh, toxins and thoughts, you know, and really take command of our life and how to move that forward. That's it. That's it. Yep. Well, like I said, well, yeah, I know we're getting close to the end of the show, but I mean, I, and like I said, we, we, we've covered a whole lot of information and, and I think that it's, it's wonderful because we've talked about those five pillars and the importance of those, you know, the diet and nutrition, the exercise, the sleep, the positive mindset, the proper posture. And then of course, talking about sickness and the trauma, the toxins mm -hmm. and the thoughts, these are all, like you said, baselines for helping us to be able to build on, on that wellness. 
So, you know, I wanted to just interject here just for a second. Um, I am launching an evergreen course that takes everything that we talked about today mm -hmm. and puts it into a four-week program so you can understand how to get those basics back. It is called Be Stronger Than Medicine. It will be on Eventbrite very shortly. And that it normally is, you know, I'm selling for 50% off for February, January and February for the rest okay. of January and maybe into like the middle of March because I said two months and we're almost into the middle of January. So wow. it's got to be two months. Um, so, you know, uh, if people want to find, you know, how to, to find that course for themselves. And then what I'm going to do, my surprise gift on that is that if you take the course and you finish the course, you'll have 45 minutes of my time. And we can say it there because I have a really special questionnaire on that uh, in that course that I give out that tells us how you're detoxifying, how you're handling toxins in your world and what's going on with your gut, you know? And so, you know, I'm it's just like, that's what I want. Cause I want people to be well, I want people to be able to walk the walk and talk the talk in, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, and if you're local right now where I'm at in Atlanta, you know, I'm more than happy to, you know, have, give a talk, help people have, you know, a better experience in their life because it's, we're all here together. We got to walk, we got to walk with each other and we got to have each other's back. Okay. Now you said you're going to do that on Eventbrite. Uh, do you have a website? What, what is the way that people can get in contact with you? Well, my website is, um, you know, healthteamnetwork.com. And so if you would be interested in knowing more about that course, you can connect with me on there on the contact page and just write down, you know, like you can write down why, you know, and I will know it's from this broadcast It's for the, you know, that like, or just wipe down why Eventbrite. And then I will um, get the, I'll get the link to you because that should be published in the next couple of days. We've had Very a computer good. problem this morning. <laughs> that's all right. That's you know? all right. But that's wonderful because yeah. I want people to know how to get in contact with you and those who are here in the Atlanta area, you know, to be able to look out for that event. Yeah. Be stronger than medicine. And like I said, you go to www.healthteamnetwork.com and write why Eventbrite and she'll be able to get that information to you. For now, sure. I have one other question for you because this is a question I ask all of my guests when they come on. How are you living in the now? What is something that you do to cope? And that acronym stands for create our peaceful existence. So what is something that you do personally to help to navigate in this space that we're in? Well, first off, you know, one of the things is I keep my sense of humor. Um, and uh, we've laughed so far since we've been because we were a little bit late starting because <laughs> it was my fault, you know. Awesome. And you know, I take accountability for things that I do. And you know, when I go to sleep at night, I do a couple things. If I can't sleep, I think, what is it that's really bothering me? You know, I'm going, oh, is that conversation going? No, but what's really bothering me? Mm -hmm. And then I make peace with it before I go to sleep. And so, and then I give myself permission to go to sleep. So I always really sleep well, because mm -hmm. I know that my sleep is one of my big components. It's that, you know, unfair advantage that I have in my back pocket, you That's know, right. that if I have to have a longer day, a more stressful day, and then I don't feel that challenge and I eat really well. I don't eat crappy food. I have, you know, do I eat sugar? Sometimes I was at a dinner party last night and we had, you know, this girl said, I you probably don't even eat this stuff, do you, Dr. Pat? And I said, what's that? She said, butter pecan ice cream. I said, only give me two tablespoons, you know, <laughs> because it. it's okay to sin. You can yes. sin. You don't have to, you know, but you, need to, but you need to sin well. You don't do it right. every day. And you'd only right. do, like, you know, last time I had ice cream probably was about five or six months ago. And it was the same kind of scenario. I just right. don't buy it. You know, I just, right. when I go buy it, I always pick it up. You know, if I want to have a fix, you know, for that, I open it up, the, you know, at the grocery store, I open it up and I look at it and I go, do I really need you? That's right. You know, and it's just like, I'm like, no, I can put it back on, right. you know, and then, then I say goodbye to it and say, see you in four months. You that's know, it. And, that's it. Or you, you know, get and, those little tiny itty bitty ones, or you get something just to satiate, you know, just like you said, it's not, you know, I think we always think in extremes, like, okay, no, yeah, you know, I'm gonna no. get this ice cream, I gotta eat the whole gallon, is as opposed to eating one or two teaspoons. Well, you if it's if you buy the whole food. gallon, you'll eat the whole gallon, you, will, you know, absolutely. and then you'll fit in those stretchy pants better. <laughs> and so but the but the, the thing is is that the um you know, in, in coping, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I always try to smile at people because we, when we get stuck in our thoughts, we start looking like this, you know, and people, and you're not approachable. And so when, you know, 
and, and saying something nice. It's so much easier to say something nice than it is to say mm-hmm. something negative, okay. you know, and, you know, there's, you know, like, I'll like, and I love animals. So all animals think I'm, you know, the animal whisperer, yes. <laughs> like I'm bounding up to me. They're going, I'm so sorry. He's jumping. I said, it's dog hair. It goes away. I mean, it's Why? not the, it's not the end of the world. And I asked that it's just like, you know, what did I learn? Like when something happens, that doesn't, that it isn't good, you know, and, you know, I'm like fit to be tied by it. You know, I always ask myself, I'm going, well, is there something I could have done better? Right. You know, and then if the answer is no, or if the answer is yes, I write it down. And then if the answer is no, I go, okay, so, um, you know, how do you keep moving forward? So when I look at my superpowers, what I have, I have common sense, I have persistence, I have resourcefulness, Mm -hmm. and I have the ability to be intuitive and read in between the lines. And so, and that's where, you know, and I, you know, there's a couple other things that just come natural for me. Um, You know, for some reason, I always know where North is. (laughs) You know, like when I get in the car, I don't get lost unless I'm in downtown Boston, (laughs) which has their, all these old call pass, things like that. But, you know, but you have to like, look at, look at what you got going for you. And then saying, well, right now I only have resourcefulness for me, or I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm persistent. Well, how do you make that persistence into a positive experience? That's it. You know, and, you know, and you got to give it up at the end of the day. You cannot let the things that happen in life, you know, interfere with your good sleep because whatever it is, like if, if there is something you can do about that sleep thing, get up and do it and then give yourself permission and go to sleep, you know, and, um, you know, or write down whatever you got, because it's going to be there in eight hours, six hours, or like, you know, how many hours it is that you you have. So in coping, you know, especially in this day and time is that you have, it's like, what's my bandwidth, you mm-hmm. know? And it's just like, I have a huge bandwidth for anybody who wants to help themselves get better. Mm-hmm. And if you do, I'm your girl. And, you know, other ways that people can reach out to me too are LinkedIn, because that's how we found each other. That's and, right. um, you know, and I have a Facebook page. Um, so in, in LinkedIn, it's the, you know, the LinkedIn.com. I am Dr. Pat. Uh, Balone, and then the uh, my uh, Facebook page, um, but I'm more present on LinkedIn um, and other, and I'm on I'm on um, Instagram too. But I really focus on people who, if I can change their life, they have the wherewithals and ways to change somebody else's life. So I can take what they give me, and I can make it ten times in the fold. Yes, and then they can also get your book. I have my copy right here too. Why and, sick, fat, and tired? Uh, and, you can find it on Amazon, and uh, mm-hmm. is it also on your website as well? You can you can grab it from my website. It will take you to Amazon. Perfect. I wanted to keep my life simple. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's, 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 it's one less link that could go wrong. So, yeah, yes. you know, on the website. So like I said I love the book. I love that you know it talks about you know, being, you know, setting up different systems and, and going through different exercises that are help you to really, uh, you know, be able to lay that foundation. So mm-hmm. I think that it's a, it's a wonderful resource. And, uh, you know, like I said, all the information that you have shared today has been awesome, uh, even down to the things that you're coping with. And I love that you say, you know, identify your superpower, know what your superpower is, you know, give yourself permission to to, you know, address those questions that you have before you lay your head down on that pillow and go to sleep so that your sleep, your sleep is substantive and that, you know, you're going to wake up with a new perspective. And, and that's a beautiful space to be in, you know, as as we're, you know, moving forward in this wellness journey. So Dr. Pat, I want to thank you for taking time to be with us today and for sharing so much of your knowledge and your wisdom and for helping us to start that conversation again on how we're getting on that path to wellness, what we can do to to start taking those steps to, you know, have a better life and to live a a life that's more abundant. So again, thank Mm -hmm. you so much for your time. I appreciate you coming and we'll definitely have you back. You know, oh, that'd on, be great. My, <laughs> on my show, I always have people come back. There's never, a, oh, you come here, so one and done. There's always something to talk about in the now when it comes to our wellness. So I'll be always happy to have you back and hopefully you'll you'll be able to Thank come back so and, much. and talk with us once again about, you know, how, how we're to go about and how we're to navigate in this space that we're in right now. Okay, awesome. so- that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And until we see you the next time, I say peace.